The following podcast is a joint production between independent, aspiring media and lousy weather media. Just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice. Hello, everybody. Welcome on into the Wingcast. My name is Steve Guy, stand up comedian and author of the book Memoirs of a Wingman. Uh, a fun little episode here for you today. Before I get to that, thanks to everybody who came out to Iconic Laughs. Last week with Redescu Hopkins, who was my guest on this show, and Chad Zumach, uh, both very funny guys in their own right. Check out Redescu's podcast, Dude, That's Not What I Meant podcast, and also the Sit Down Zumach podcast. Uh, not affiliated with Lousy Weather Media, but uh, fun listens nonetheless. Uh, also, make sure you grab tickets now for Iconic Laughs on no- November 18th. It's a Saturday, next Saturday, as it were, depending on when you're listening to this. And the headliner is Mike Paramore, who is absolutely hilarious. He is a winner a couple years ago from the Cleveland Comedy Festival. He's been in other comedy festivals, headlines all over the place. Uh, Very funny guy. And then also uh, Brian Kenny, who, if you've seen his clip recently go viral, you may know him as the guy who says Reese's Pieces instead of Reese's Pieces and has come to that uh, realization as he got older in life. A very funny clip. It's, uh, I mean, it's anywhere on the internet right now, to be honest, but, uh, he will be your feature act. So both those guys taking part in iconic laughs with Steve Guy Saturday, November 18th at the Alex theater inside the metropolitan at the nine in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, so this week's episode, um, people always ask me, you know, Steve, we want to hear, you know, your personal stories. You talk about being a wingman and everything, but what about you dating? Do you pick up anything wingman related from your dating life in general that you can uh, throw out there? And truthfully, I do. Uh, and I started to think back on uh, the last year dating. And, um, you know, there are some circumstances, whether I was a wingman or I was going out with someone. And, uh, you know, I thought that that would be amusing to share with you guys so that's kind of what i'm going to do this week uh and, and touch on those and have some fun with it um my upstairs neighbor uh as usual going in and out playing music tonight's music is uh i don't know maybe like a saxophone or something he had going on earlier it was neat it's like kind of a rainy evening here right now so it's like it's a kind of different vibe it was like like the kind of music you i felt like i was in like an old 50s or 60s detective TV show or movie, you know what I mean? Like he's got that smooth music playing and the rain's hitting. I just, you know, I just hear the narration, like the the voiceover in my head while I'm like sitting at my desk going through files trying to figure out a case. Very, uh, you know, there's a lot. Something like that. Something like, you know, you start the show and it's like, it was a dark day in the city. Darker than usual. There's a huge cloud of crime. Hang over the head of the entire city. Something like that. You know, the music you hear in the background. Good time. Anyway, on to uh, the horrors of what, um, you know, had been my dating life for a while there. So this will be fun. Uh, here's, this is the first story I'm going to start with. 
guys, gals, whomever you are, if you go out with someone and they're like, they end up being some kind of crazy, just don't go back. Just let bygones be bygones. Like, here's, here's what happened. Meet this girl randomly. It's cool. It's fine. I can tell you, like, how I met her was, I don't know, randomly at a bar, friends of friends. She said, oh, you look fun. It's great. We had this interaction back and forth. Apparently, I said something to her at some point in time. All I was doing was referencing something she had said an hour before. She was offended. Whatever. Somehow, still ended up with her phone number. We went out a few times. And um, she was cool to hang out with. But there was this thing where it's like, you know, we'd meet up with her friends or she would drink too much. And sometimes this is the case. And uh, just be a whole different shitty person to me. And as crazy thing was, two days later, she'd have no recollection of this. And at no point in time was I thinking that she was blackout drunk. That's the worst part of it. Like, I couldn't read that. Usually I'm pretty good about that. Try to help people out. Not the case here, but clearly, she, I mean, she must have been. Or she's, maybe this was my first jump into somebody who was, well, not my first jump, but maybe my first jump in a while with somebody who was uh, maybe a little bit bipolar. I mean, at one point, literally, we go out, we save her friend from a horrible day, and... Her friend was discussing how she was going out with a guy, or she was meeting up with a guy, and the guy ended up just talking to a whole bunch of girls the entire time, and they asked me my opinion, and said, that's absolutely rude, why would you ever do that, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, we go to another bar, I know people who are working at this bar, happens to be a female, she's a friend of mine, especially because all my friends work there, uh, so I'm having a conversation with her, I introduce her to these two young ladies that I'm with, all this conversation, everything's going fine. Then they're going to go to a different uh, different place. And here I come to find out awkwardly they were going to go without me. And I was like, well, what just happened here? And they're like, oh, well, without you're going home. I'm like, oh, I can. And they said, come. And that should have been my first indicator right there. Don't go. That should have been it. So we go to this other bar. Immediately, she just ignores me. She basically starts talking to some other dude. This guy asks if we were together or if we were on a date, and she basically she just says no. I'm like, all right, well, I'm out of here. So I go start hanging out, talking to other friends. Uh, she's mad because I'm talking to some friends, guys at this point, for quite some time. I come back. She walks away with this dude. Apparently nothing happened, whatever the case may be. Come to find out later on, she's mad because she thought, going back to that bartender, that I was... Something was going on there. She said, you two clearly wanted each other. Furthest thing from reality, folks. Guarantee it. I know this for a fact. I know I don't want her, and I know vice versa. Uh, so that was very awkward. And I thought, this, this bitch be crazy is what's going on here. She's absolutely nuts. Like, I don't know where you got that from, especially after I just said how rude that would be, and why would I take you to a bar of somebody that I want to bang while you're there? That's not the person that I am. I mean, ladies, I know chivalry is dead, but it's not that dead. You know what I'm saying? There are some of us still out there. And that's just, I end the show every week being saying, be a solid human. That's not being a solid human. So that's my first instinct. All right, I'm done talking to this girl. She still ends up hitting me up later on. Uh, I don't know, a few weeks later, I let it go. Okay, great, fine. Uh, meet up, we hang out. Uh, 
it's fine. So then another night I work late, I'm bartending, I get out of work, she tells me to meet her at a bar, and I said, well, I'm trying to find parking, blah, 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 and she's like, well, I was getting ready to leave. I'm like, ah, oh, well, you can leave if you want, but I'm almost there. Then she says, okay, I'll stay for another hour. Awesome, perfect. I go into this bar. I'm looking all over for her. Hey, where are you? She says, read your text. I told you that I was leaving. I said, I told you I was about to park, and you told me I had another hour. Literally, it had been 10 minutes, folks. Starts going off on me, going crazy. Then later on, sends me a text message with the name of my city and a question mark. And I'm thinking, oh, she wants to meet up at a bar there. Okay, cool. So I said, all right, sure, meet you there. Tell me where to go. I leave. I go, hey, what bar are you going to? I don't know. Then she calls me, literally says to me, you're drunk. Keep in mind, I have not had a drink yet tonight because I'm trying to meet up with this girl. I have no clue where she is, trying to find her. Obviously, as I say this out loud, uh, that makes me a moron. Uh, and I should have known then, but I did. But I'm also, part of me is worried. I'm like, all right, this girl is probably drunk and I should make sure that she gets home okay. That's a legitimate thought. That was what I was thinking. Then she's on the phone with me, uh, berating me, telling me that I'm an idiot, um, that I'm crazy. Uh, all of this, of course, making her sound crazy. I just take it. All right, that's fine. And then I don't talk to her for a month. That's what I'm saying, folks. Don't. Don't go back to it. I know she ends up like texting me or sending me Snapchats and things. Again, not dirty Snapchats, folks. Okay, just uh, fun, conversational, flirty stuff, whatever. But she does this, and I know a lot of people will say, oh, well, girls don't like to be chased. They like to chase, but they don't like you to chase too much. So then when all of a sudden you stop chasing them, you've won, and then you've got them. Here's the deal. Some of those girls are legitimately crazy. And I shouldn't say girls, because girls, at the same time, there are guys like this. There are guys who love when women chase after them, and they kind of blow them off, and they're dicks to these women, and then all of a sudden a woman just drops off, and the guy's like, oh, no, 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 I'm really into you, I'm really into you. Some of these people are legitimately crazy, all right? Stay away from them. It, like, it, it's like this girl who, three days later, will send me a text message like nothing happened, even after texting me, don't talk to me again, lose my phone number, because she was so irate with me the one night when I attempted to meet up with her and she was nowhere to be found. No, don't. Like, this, I mean, these are people. Stay away from these kind of people. Whether you're a man, you're a woman, any time a person like that crosses your path. The chase is not always that fun. All right? I know some people really love it. They're like, oh, it's all about the chase. No, it's not. Especially as you get older. All right? It's... Some people say that about me now. They're like, oh, you're just picky. You just like the chase. No, really, really, I hate the chase. It's, it's quite frustrating. It's, uh, it's quite obnoxious, really. And uh, a lot of crazy people out there is what you mean. Another moment that's happened over the last year is, uh, this is me as a wingman, a specific role. Now, I have said, and I've said this in my book, Memoirs of a Wingman, which, of course, is on barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com, or go to the website for the publisher, Mascot Books, and you get it in print. From the other sites, you can get it in print or uh, in an ebook version. Um, I say Facebook is not a wingman, right? Social media in general, you shouldn't use it as a tool to help you get a, a date, you know, because everything on there is a farce for the most part. That being said, 
there are some accuracies to it. For instance, my buddy was dating this girl. He meets her. She's working at a popular restaurant. Fair enough. She's serving. Okay? You don't think anything of it. She's a server. He's in his mid to late 20s. Knows that she's younger than him. Fine. She hangs out with us multiple times. He's going out with her. Uh, she typically ends up being at bars that we are at. None of this seems questionable. Then one day, she adds me as her Facebook friend. Simultaneously on that day, he says to me, I think I have to end this. This girl is really immature. I think that she's shady and she's hiding things from me. I think she's lying about a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, her birthday's coming up. I have this whole big thing planned, but I don't know. She's being really weird about it. What have you. So, as a good friend, yeah, I creeped on her Facebook. Not very hard. I went to her Facebook. Well, she's immature. Instantly, I think, well, maybe there's, a, there's an age gap. Let me see what that age gap is. Looked at her Facebook. Hit the info. You know, about or whatever. I called him up. I said, dude, you know why she seems so immature to you? And you know why it seems like she's hiding things from you? Because she probably is hiding at least one very big thing. You have any idea how old she's turning on that birthday coming up? He's like, I don't know, 23, 24? Uh, no, folks. She was turning 21. This girl, <laughs> you only have to be a server. You only have to be 19 to be a server and serve alcohol in this state. Ohio is where I am <laughs> and where we were. Uh, so, totally fine. But she was getting into all sorts of other bars and everything because she knew people, I guess, within the industry or she had a fake ID, whatever the case may be. And this entire time, he and I are under the impression that she's in her mid-20s or early 20s. Turns out she is in her early 20s, just starting the early 20s. She's 21, or 20, just turning 21. And that, my friends, is an instance in which you could use Facebook as a tool of sorts, as a wingman. It's, there's information there for the taking. That's not so bad. There are ways to, to utilize it. For the most part, uh, you can't trust a lot of things you see on there. There are some sneaky things. Uh, that I've talked about, but then to go back to the trust in social media episode, and if you want more on that. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Felt really bad then. Real bad. Not too terrible, but bad enough. So then, I know we had an episode here of the lady who said that uh, she cheated on her spouse because she was just too pretty. And that's not her fault. And she was likely to cheat no matter what. And I've talked about that before. Obviously that whole episode. Uh, and I basically explain how women can also be assholes. And this is accurate. This is true. Women can also be assholes. It's not just the guys. I went out on a date with this girl once. I met her by doing stand-up. She was at a comedy show. She stayed there after the fact. Uh, met me, uh, hung out with a couple friends, whatever. And her friend was interested in mine or something. I don't know. Somehow she and I hit it off, whatever. We end up going out on this date. I had already eaten. I'm under the impression we're going to go out for a uh, couple of drinks, whatever. 
I had already had dinner. I had some sort of uh, meeting thing I had to go to beforehand. Told her that. And she said, oh, no problem. I'll, I'll probably have eaten anyway. Pick her up. Great. She says she hasn't eaten yet. Can we go to this place? She likes the food there. She likes the drinks. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. I like it too. It's a little Mexican-style joint. I like their margaritas. They got special, all sorts of different kinds of tequila, which I love. It's awesome. So we go. We each get a margarita. It's fine. And chips, salsa, the whole deal. She orders this big meal, like a solid meal, because she's going to take some of it home and eat it the next day. Says this completely. I'm like, uh, okay, cool, great, whatever. Or now I feel bad at this point, and I'm like, well, I don't want this woman to eat by herself. That seems rude. Again, chivalry not dead. So I get a small little something. Well, I ate, but you know what? I can have a little bit more. I didn't really eat that much. I get a little bit something small. I'm going to take the rest of that home too. We have a couple more drinks. That's fine. We go to another place. You know, we're there at this place for a couple of hours, two and a half hours maybe. We go to another bar. We run into my friends. And, um, you know, we're, we're hanging out, playing pool and stuff with these friends. And she has the audacity. Maybe she's feeling... Uh, Good because of drinking. I don't know. And bitches and complains to my friends. And she says, can you believe we went out on our first real date and he made me split the check and didn't pay for everything? All right. First of all, you don't call somebody out on that. That's just rude. Okay. Yeah, I did have her do that. That happened. Secondly, uh, I did that. Because this chick racked up a $92 check. Alright? Listen, for those of you listening outside the state of Ohio, I don't know where you are, but maybe things are more expensive there. Maybe income's higher there. But here, that is an expensive-ass check for a first date. Ladies, if you were going out on a first date in 2017, I don't think that people should ever assume that the other person is going to pay. Guys like to at least see the attempt that a woman is going to pay. Most nine out of 10 guys are going to pick up the check. No problem. But they like to see that a woman, you know, for all those women who say that they're independent and they take care of themselves, guys actually really do appreciate and like that, but they also want to see it. And so they want to see that a woman's backing that up. They're not just saying it. So a little reach for the check and a guy might say, no, 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 I have this. Perfect. That's all you have to do. Really, honestly, pull, pull the men. They'll say that. This girl went out with me, decided not to eat, basically, got herself a big-ass meal, got expensive margaritas, like top-shelf stuff, is just racking up the check with the assumption that I'm going to pay for her. Like, what a jerk to decide, you know what, I'm not going to eat, and I'm going to make this guy pay. If you are a woman, and I've heard women say this before, oh, I'll go out with him, it's a free meal. No, that's bullshit. That right there, ladies, you want to know why chivalry is dead? Because of shit like that. Women are assholes too. No way should any woman ever do that. Now, guys, obviously still try to pick up that check. But I knew immediately then at this point that this girl is basically taking advantage of the situation. Maybe she's a little bit interested in me. Maybe she thinks I'm attractive. But she's definitely trying to take advantage of this situation, at least for the night. So I say, uh, yeah, hey, Let's split this. 
And guess what? That $92 check, only about $30 of that was mine. This chick racked up 60 some dollars by herself. You can go to an average restaurant as two people on a first date and get a $45 bill for two. I made her pay 45 half. I paid 45. I basically paid for a meal for two people. And oh, by the way, I paid more than what I freaking wrapped up. You know what I'm saying? Like, my bill would have, would have been $30. Hers would have been $60. I still saved her some money. It just was mind-boggling to me. You're going to call somebody out when what you did was the shadiest of the things that happened that night? That's what I'm saying. Women can be assholes too. So don't deny it, ladies. You absolutely can. So guys, if you go out with a girl, first of all, women, don't, ladies, don't assume that every guy has $100 a blow. That's a that's still a fair amount of money. You want a guy to blow $100? I've never understood this concept, going all out for that first date. It says an unfair precedent, don't you think? You go all out and spend insane amount of money. Not $100 is not an insane amount of money, but it's a lot of money to spend on a first date. And that was just the meal, because then we went to get drinks afterwards, which, oh, by the way, I paid for those drinks. And... Although I did a little competitive thing finally, and I said, look, we're going to play this next game of pool, and if you lose, then you got to buy this next round. So that worked out. She bought a round. Uh, so, but anyway, ladies, don't assume that guys are just going to be blowing all sorts of money. And that's ridiculous. If a guy has to shell out that much money to impress you, like, what's really going on there? Go do something fun. I always advise that people do something really inexpensive uh, on a first date, or at least something that is interactive and forces you to have that conversation do it. I don't mind going for drinks, and I know that that's cliche, but you could sit there and you could talk and you can have that conversation, and that doesn't have to be a large bill, quite frankly. You can have two or three and be done. You know, but just go do, go do something. But if you're going there and this guy is setting the expectation of dropping dollars after dollars after dollars, like, guys, you don't want a woman to be a gold digger. But guess what? If you're setting the expectation that you're always going to drop that money on her, she's not a gold digger. That's just what she knows from you. So, of course, it's going to be a letdown later on. That's your fault. That's on you, idiot. <laughs> the last thing I want to slightly touch on uh, and I haven't yet on this show. Obviously, there's been much to do about in Hollywood and everywhere else in the press um, about sexual harassment, sexual assault. I'm not going to get too deep into it. Um, I just really I want to have a brief conversation. And basically, you know, there's there's a line between flirting and sexual harassment. And I wish as the wingman that I could sit here and tell you guys I know what that is. I do, but I think it's obviously different for everyone. The easiest thing, obviously, as I've said all the time, consent is what that line is. You know, uh, if, a, if a woman's not into you, you're not flirting with her. Okay, that's not what, the, she's not perceiving that as flirting. The same vice versa, okay? If the person that you think you're flirting with is not into you whatsoever, you've crossed the line, you're no longer flirting. So just stop it. That being said, ladies, I'm kind of uh, pitching this question to you 
that you can help guys. And I think the conversation needs to be had at this point because I think that there are good guys out there and there's been so much negative stuff that has happened through no fault of these good guys, but obviously no fault of women that things have happened to. Uh, A conversation, and I'd love to have it on this show, I'm going to try to get some women I know. I've talked to women who feel like they've been catcalled at and all sorts of different things. And again, what's the difference between catcalling and flirting? Is it because you thought that that guy was attractive? Is it what he said? And a lot of times it's definitely what he said. You can flirt with a girl and not sexualize it, you guys. That's basically what I'm saying. Um, you know, that's obviously anything that is sexual, clearly sexual harassment, right? Um, unless somebody's already said it to you. Again, consent. But, boy, that's really tough. Basically, what I want to paint this picture with is I was at a bar with my friends once, and there was this girl who worked there. She was off, um, and she was walking around, and she was talking to everybody, and she, she talked to us, and she had big, frizzy, curly hair. And I just thought it was awesome. It was cute. It was adorable. Like, it was It was just really, it was, I don't know how to explain it. It was awesome. Big curly hair. I was like, it was great. And she just, she owned it. You know what I mean? She was all about it. And I love that. I love that that confidence and that respect to yourself and just, this is who I am. Look, I love this look, whatever. And I said to her, hey, your curly hair is really awesome. That's it. She says, quickly and fires back at me with attitude oh my god can't you think of something more original everybody says that to me uh first of all didn't know if i should be flattered because she thought i was hitting on her i wasn't that was the thing so in that moment i really wanted to lay into her and be like excuse me what was your assumption that you thought i was hitting on you like that's just no that's not what i was doing how rude of you and how full of yourself are you that you think that I'm using that line to hit on you? Secondly, yeah, maybe I should have been flattered because she thought I was hitting on her and maybe she wanted me to. I don't know. But then I stopped, collected my thoughts, and I thought about this. What guy sexualized this poor girl's curly hair? Like, what the fuck is that about? Seriously, how far have we fallen as men? That this poor girl has this big curly hair and it looks awesome and that's it. And all I want to do is pay a compliment to that. Straight up compliment. Guys and ladies, maybe you don't know this because some people think chivalry is dead. There are men out there that just want to compliment you for the sake of complimenting. The same manner in which we would compliment our friends for doing something good or we like their pair of shoes that they're wearing, whatever the case may be. Uh, they're wearing a cool shirt. Like, oh man, the shirt's awesome. Whatever. And that's exactly what I was doing with this girl's hair. But I didn't go off on her because of the fact that obviously somewhere along the line, some guy used commenting on her hair to then pick her up and be like, oh, well, let me get you a drink and blah, blah, blah. That's a major problem, you guys. And that is where, that's where things are going. So... You know, as I talk about what's flirting versus sexual harassment, the lines are so blurred at this point, not because of these women. It's because of asshole guys, unfortunately. But what I want to say to you women out there is not all of us guys are assholes. So what we could use is your help. 
And I understand that many women are going to say, well, that's very you know, misogynistic, whatever. Guys, it shouldn't be on us to teach guys how to do it. And you're right. It shouldn't be. But guys have really messed things up for decent men. So how should a guy approach? If you see someone that's very attractive, if you're a woman and you don't approach a guy, and we, I've talked about this on episodes with uh, women here before, I think. So, you know, if a guy finds a girl attractive and a girl may find that guy attractive and she wonders, oh, why didn't he ever come up and talk to me? Look, a lot of times it's because he doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know that you're into him because of this. Guys would love to just go flirt with a girl and simply have the conversation end with, hey, this was fun. Uh, what do you say we do this again sometime? Can I call you? There are plenty of guys that are willing and would love to do that. The problem is so many guys have fucked this up for those guys that they don't know how to anymore. And as your wingman, guys, I will do some investigation. I promise. I will I'll talk to women, uh, and, and I will find this out. And have, I'll have that conversation. I have no problem doing it. And, and I feel bad because there's plenty of women who don't deserve that, obviously. Um, and there are women that you know, want to just have conversation with guys, and that's okay, too. So, you know, ladies, I'm sorry that you have to educate us or re-educate a lot of guys. But that's... Uh, that's where we, we are. I mean, the best metaphor I can give is that, you know, look, you shouldn't have strangers riding around neighborhoods in white vans handing out candy. They should just know that what they're doing is fucking awful and they shouldn't have any, be anywhere near these children, right? But at the same time, I have to teach my kids, I don't have kids, but future kids, we as a society have to teach our kids, hey, don't talk to strangers. Don't take candy from strangers. You know, we have to go back and forth. We have to have that conversation. We can't just assume that all these people are going to be good people. By God, I wish we could. On behalf of men, look, I'm sorry that guys are assholes. But again, as, a, as I've proven here, women can be assholes too. Yeah, just in a different way. I think I ranted and raved enough. I don't know if any of this is clear, to be honest with you. That's a touchy subject there at the end. Uh, you know, hopefully we can make it not so touchy, but I can get some good information for everybody to share. I'd love to have like a round table with men and women here at some point. Stay tuned. That may happen, you guys. In upcoming weeks, though, one of the things I've talked about that I would eventually get to you, uh, it is coming. And my guest, uh, Lex, the bartender, will be rejoining me either uh, next week or a couple weeks. Look out for it. She'll be rejoining me, and we are going to talk about the art of sliding into DMs. That's right. So we just went from talking about learning a sexual harassment to how to properly slide into DMs. So at least there's one way that, uh, you know, I'm going to try to help you guys do something correctly that you're just not making a fool out of yourself and the male gender. That'd be great. Uh, that's about it. Once again, uh, hey, head to alextheatercleveland.com. Grab tickets for uh, Saturday, November the 18th. It is Iconic Laughs with Steve Guy uh, featuring Brian Kenny and headlined by Mike Paramore. Those tickets, once again, at alextheatercleveland.com. And if you want to listen to all sorts of other shows, including Let the Hate Flow Through You, a very popular podcast, as well as Chris Clem's C4 Cavs cast, all of that is on lousyweathermedia.com. They have a whole bunch of shows that are really great there. Uh, 
Hey, that's going to do it here. My name is Steve Guy. Hopefully you guys got something out of this episode. I don't know. I just feel like I've been rambling for a half an hour. I'll do it again real soon. Until next time, have a great week and uh, just be a solid human. I'm just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice. I'm in need of advice.